It's really good. It's good. Um, it's acidic, but not too acidic. I feel like it's really hard acidic. to bottle sangria. Yeah. Because sangria is usually something that, like, you mix yourself. You add some sugar. You add some fruit. You, you taste as you go, and you keep it in a pitcher. Yeah. yeah. And, and the fruit's in the pitcher, and it only lasts as long as the fruit is good. Yeah. And then you throw it out if you haven't finished it. Right. Which, but this bottled sangria... It's pretty it's good. It's pretty good. I am not angry. Not angry either. Would purchase again. Would purchase again. If I was going for bottled sangria. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Um, do you have quotes? Um, I do. Well, actually, not many, but I do I have, have some quotes. I have a lot of quotes. Okay. <laughs> I just really liked her writing. Did you? Because I have... You didn't like her writing. I have, I have some things that I liked and some things that I didn't like. Okay. Because I liked... I liked how visceral her writing was. And, like, I just... I don't know. I think she was a really beautiful writer. But I don't necessarily... My biggest issue was I felt like she wrote it the way she wanted to write it and then inserted new words, every other word, using a thesaurus to make herself sound smarter. Mm. That's what I got. It sounded pretentious. Oh, I liked it. I oh, thought it was I, really nice. I was like, why? Why? There's no need for this. Yeah, I, guess, I guess I could see that. Like, there were... there. I, I'm not a dumb person, but the amount of words I had to look up in this book was way too many. To be fair, a lot of the words in here, I did look up one, I looked up what a cenote was. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it was Mayan stuff. But maybe I'm just dumb, but most of the ones, that's not even what I'm talking about. Really? Like regular ass adjectives. What else did you look up? Patin or Peyton. P-A-T-A-N, apparently. It's myth making. I just picked that up off of context clues. Yeah, the second one, it literally said Peyton, comma, myth-making. Ah. The first time, it didn't. It was just like, this is Peyton, and then it was like, end of chapter, and I was confused. Um, did you know that there's a... Yeah, I realized when I got to the end okay. after I... Yep. There's a glossary. There didn't know that. There is a glossary. So Peyton is described, is defined in the glossary as tribute duty but also a virtue even kings pay tribute to the gods. Okay. Um, yeah, did not know there was a glossary until I finished the oh, book. Oh, I had to look up what a... Is it Cayman? Cayman? Can you spell Cayman? it? C-A-I-M-A-N. I had to look up what that was. It's a type of reptile. Oh, yes. It's kind of like I did a crocodile, it mm-hmm. but it's not a crocodile, I guess. It's found in marshes and swamps. Um, what else did I look up? Oh, a cenote, I guess I can tell you. Um, it's in here as, um, a waterhole, like cave certain cenotes were considered entrances to the underworld and were of ritual importance. Yeah, water's important in And the only reason I know how to say cenote is because I've been watching Criminal Minds again, and there was an episode where the killer was, um, he was throwing people... Or he was he was dumping bodies at the sites of old sinkholes, and Ooh. um it and Spencer figured out that it was like he had a belief in cenotes as like a tribute to the god of death, mm-hmm. and so he was leaving these bodies as a tribute to the god of death, and Spencer like described it using the stuff about cenotes and stuff, and I was like, Spencer, you just taught me a new word. <laughs> we love Spencer. So I looked it up. It's a deep water filled sinkhole in limestone that's created when the roof of an underground cavern collapses. 
This creates a natural pool, which is then filled by rain and water flowing from underground rivers. The word cenote comes from the Mayan word zonot, Z-Z-O-N-O-T, which means well. Some cenotes are vertical, water-filled shafts, while others are caves that contain pools and underwater passages in their interior. Cenotes tend to have very clear, cool, fresh water. Um, is there anything else that we had defined that we should... Um, do you want to maybe go over some of the characters? Because they all have very interesting names before yeah, we dive I'm in. Yeah, I'm sorry if we say these wrong. I'm very, very sorry. So Cassiopeia is, like, the main character. Yeah. Um, I have character list. You know I do. I know you do. Um, Martin? Yeah. Um. Or Martin. Martin. Might be Martin. Because of the accent. I said, like, Martin, but Martin. Well, I thought it was Martin because of the accent, but I don't know. Okay, well, <laughs> it's spelled like Martin with an I. Well, I mean. <laughs> I-A-R-T-I-N. No. With an oh, accent good. mark. Um, yeah. Okay. It's, um. But there's a couple different types of accents, so I don't know which way. So we'll go with yours. Yours is probably right. So we have Cassiopeia, who is the protagonist, Mm -hmm. named after a constellation. That's a trope in this book. Yes. Um, We have her grandfather, Cirillo Leva. 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 That's how I read it. Okay, cool. Who is her grandfather, um, who she's staying with, who is a bastard. No, that's not a... Nope, they actually use that term. Who is a bad person. He's, yeah... And then you have Martin, who is the Cassiopeia's cousin, who kind of like also pushes her around. You know, it's probably Martin. Now that you say it that way, Martin is how you'd say it if it was French. So, so Martin. Martin. Okay, so Martin is the cousin. Yeah. A little bit older. Then you have the mm, god of death. How did you say it? Hunkame. That's how I said it. Great. But I, I emphasized Hunkame. Oh, Hunkame. I don't know if that's right, but that's how I read it. Well, was the accent mark over the A or the E? The E. Oh, then you're probably right. Hunkame. Okay, so Hunkame is Lord of Chibalba. Chibalba. Chibalba, which is like... that one I know because of, um... Do you ever see the movie Road to El Dorado? No. I haven't. Okay, so that's like a classical, um, cartoon. Okay. Where these two... They're kind of like con artists, but they they decide they want to find the City of Gold. Or they con somebody into thinking that they know where the City of Gold is. Uh And then they accidentally stumble on the City of Gold. Oh my god, that sounds great! Yeah, it's really good. And then, um, and the City of Gold is run by Mayans, and they worship the gods of Shibalba. Gotcha. And that's how I know how to say it. Well, Shibalba is, like, the Mayan version of the underworld. Yeah. In Greek mythology. Um, then you have, uh, Hunkame's brother, Vukubkame. Mm-hmm. Which is just his brother. They're twins. <laughs> They're, yeah. So, um, in There's the lots Mayan, of duality yeah, in this Yeah, in the book. Mayan mythology, it's, like, all of the gods are twins. Yeah. And that, that kind of calls back to the duality of, like, like, Hunkame is the, he's, like, all dark features and, like, the dark parts of the underworld, and then Kubkame is, like, he's got really light features and, like, the icy part of mm-hmm. the afterlife. So it's, like, fire and ice almost. Yeah, then there's a lot of that. Yeah. But, um, spoiler alert, Bukubkame is the one who traps Hunkame in the first place and, yeah. like, takes the throne from him. Yeah. Then you have Luray, who is, like... Then they have, like... So the Kamei brothers have a bunch of, like, servants and just subjects under them. Mm-hmm. And working with them in the end... Or in Shibaba. Mm-hmm. Um, Luray is one of them. An archer. Yeah. He's funny. He is funny. He's, like, the comic relief if this would be a TV show. Yeah. And then you have the mom, or his actual name is Juan, which is the god of thunder. Yeah. You have... 
I don't know how to pronounce that one. Which one? X-T. The uh, siren-like. I, I said it Ixtabay. Ixtabay? Great. We're going to go with it. Sorry, it's wrong. <laughs> so Ixtabay is another one, but she, you can, I, I see her as like the sirens in Greek mythology where she lures men in with her voice and then kills them. Yes. Kind of like that. Yes. She's like, she was mortal at one point and then she promised herself over to the gods and they like granted her all of these she's like not quite human anymore and she's this thing that appeals to everybody all yeah she doesn't have a specific appearance they made that very clear which i quite liked yeah i thought it was cool too where it was like from one angle she had um a sharp nose and thin lips and ice blue eyes and then from the other like you you shifted your perspective and she had uh full lips and yeah a rounded nose she truly like appeals to everybody which is kind of her thing and then um anibal zavala I, I said Anibal Zavala. Okay, that sounds better. Let's go with that. Anibal Zavala. Mm-hmm. Um, he resides in Tierra Blanca, and he's like specifically there to help Martine, because Martine teams up with Baku Kame to... Yes. It's like cousin cousin and brother versus cousin and brother. Yes. But Anibal Zavala, uh, Zavala he was already loyal to Baku Kame. Always. So he was helping Baku Kame build this new empire. Yes. And I think those are the most important characters. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of them. It did kind of strike me as almost like a Greek mythology thing, where it's like you go and you face a series of trials before you hit the final boss. Yeah, they were, like, on a journey. You could, like, draw up a map. It was like Mario, where you have, like, yeah. all these different It's like you've got, you've got different bosses, and then you have the final boss. Yes, And the exactly. final boss is the biggest fight. Yes. Um, yeah. It was a... It's pretty. Oh, that's a bad word to use. It's, it's a it's a it's an easy book to understand. Like they go on a mission, they have challenges throughout the mission, and then the mission ends. Yeah, the general structure of the plot is easy to follow. The hard part is the fact that like most people are not accustomed to Mayan mythology. Yeah, so I definitely like learning wasn't. all of the new names and the different places and all of that that took a lot of like active reading. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Um. Can I read you some of my quotes? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Not many. My first one's on page 11. Okay, I have seven and eight. So on page seven, I marked down, women were meant to bear the brunt of inquiries because they descended from Eve, who had been weak and sinned, eating from the juicy forbidden apple. I just want to say fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Respectfully. Respectfully. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just... this, This book is also almost like a liberation for Cassiopeia. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's a, she starts the book as this very prim and proper Catholic girl who goes to church every Sunday, doesn't want to leave the house without her shawl and her stockings because it's improper. Skirts have to be just long enough. Yeah, they can't show any of her ankle, or they, they can't show any of her calf. And she can't look at the mirror because vanity is a sin. Yes. Like, oh yeah, she's very, for very, shizzle. she's like, she won't cut her hair. Mm. She's very, very, I mean, that's just how it was. Catholic, yeah. And then it, like, it's almost like all of America was like, well, fuck your gender norms in the 20s, you know? And all the girls cut off their hair and started wearing flapper dresses and all that stuff, started smoking, and, like, the women's liberation that came with the 1920s, like, this is almost a story of Cassiopeia going through that as well. Because by the end, she, like... She's cut off her hair. She started wearing really elegant silk clothes that but help all her the, body. A lot of 
wasn't even like her choice, but in the end she liked it. Yes. It was I think it was all stuff that she wanted to do but would never come gave her the courage and yeah. the, the excuse to do yeah. so. You know, and like, he, like I will die unless you cut your hair, so which bitch is do like it. well, I mean, but that's I feel like it's a really good like analogy for the people who have the power to do something to change somebody else's life. Like like it's privilege at its finest, you know? Yeah. Like the only people who can overcome privilege are the people who have the privilege, you know? Like, they're the ones who can help... Facilitate. Facilitate the change. And a lot of people don't do it because it's like, well, it doesn't it doesn't impact me that you're suffering. But it's like, they can't do anything about them suffering. Only you can, so you have to... You know, that's how breaking privilege down works. Um, and There's your lesson for today. <laughs> about privilege. Um, so it was just interesting to me that, like, this was kind of a liberation story for her, too. Um, I liked the sentence. I just thought it was pretty. It was so hot, Cassiopeia felt her skull was being baked. It's like Florida. All the damn time. <laughs> so, um, and then the next one I have is on page 11, so why don't you help? Okay, my page 11 quote is, bitterness will poison you, not them. Oh, I like that. So this is when her mother, so this is talking about how when you're mad at somebody and you act, you act out at them with a mean comment or physical or whatever, She's saying that that's only going to affect you, and they're already bad people. It's not going to affect them, so why do it? And I had a note on that. I put, her mother had the courage... Okay, well, actually, here's some backstory. So, <laughs> her mother ran off with, like, a poor man who was out of the family, not rich, not well-to-do, and had Cassiopeia. Mm-hmm. And so, ever since then... And then her dad died. Um, Cassiopeia's dad died. And so, since then, their family is just... It's just like a big, fuck you, you're a disappointment. So, in response to that quote, I said that her mother had the courage to defy her family and marry who she wanted, but she doesn't have the courage to stand up to the grandfather and Martine about the way they are treated. I'm confused by that. I'm also a little confused by that. I said, is this because they have no choice, because she lost her courage, or because the author didn't think that far? See, I think it's more like she feels indebted to them because they kind of gave her a second chance and still welcomed the back welcomed her and her daughter back into their home after her husband died and so like she already defied them once and it didn't work so why would she try it again you know yeah, what I'm saying that's probably what it is because like where else are they going to stay they don't have the means they, and, and at that point her mom her mom can't make a living you know so unless she marries again yeah. I don't think that that is and I don't think that's greatly really, upon yeah I think that I don't was think you can do that. Yeah. so um, I think that's probably why mine is actually the that on the page it says a well-bred young woman minds her words yeah bitch i fucking do <laughs> i choose them very carefully and then cassiopeia goes well-bred her aunts and her cousins were ladies and gentlemen her mother been, had been a well-bred woman cassiopeia was just the poor relation <laughs> so sad they see her as the it's like it's smudge it almost starts as a as like a cinderella story i literally wrote down so far this is a gender swap cinderella with like the grandfather being the oh yeah yeah, one. yeah i was like Cinderella was a girl. <laughs> you don't know that? Oh, man. I have one on page 12 as well. All right, go ahead. Um, it says, she was upset, a perfect storm inside her body. I just liked that. I feel it, that heavy. Like, it's like when you bottle everything up and you, you're trying not to act on the things that are pissing you off and stuff. Yeah. And you have to figure out a way to, like, um, express yourself. But if you don't express yourself, then it just boils inside you. And you have to express yourself in the right way. Yeah. My yeah. next 
quote is not until page 77. Ooh, I have 35, 49, 66. Okay. So 35, um, Hun Kame is taking her to meet how did you say Loray? Um, and Loray is actually a demon. Um, and and she, and Cassiopeia, this is like her first interaction with anybody from the underworld besides Hinkame. Um, and she's like, oh my god, he's a demon, he's gonna sell me. he's gonna take my soul, and she's freaking out, and he just goes, Don't sell him your soul and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, duh. like uh, that's obvious. Hello. It just made me laugh. I was like, He's so, like, nonchalant in the beginning I of this book. It. Um, and then, um, 49, I have, Mortals have always been frightened of the night's velvet embrace and the creatures that walk in it, and yet they find themselves mesmerized by it. Which is, like, so true. So true. It's why true crime is a thing. Yes! <laughs> we love it! <laughs> it's like, like, death is the biggest thing that we fear because we don't know what happens beyond death. There's no way for people beyond death to tell us what happens die and so it's like fear of the unknown and then but also it's like but it's super intriguing and that's why there's all these that's theories about what happens behind death and like like why we religion's a thing and yeah morbidity is excellent it's super interesting um and then 66 <laughs> i just really like this line watch your blasphemous mouth <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that. I too. literally wrote. I have to start saying this. <laughs> Every time you, you watch your blasphemous mouth. <laughs> oh, I expect nothing less. Truly, <laughs> I don't even know where. Where does it say? Oh, Martine says Christ, fucking Christ, and his grandfather goes, "Watch your blasphemous mouth." He's like, "Oh, do the watch your blasphemous mouth." Watch your blasphemous mouth. Alright, so 77. This is Hun Kame talking to Cassiopeia. Okay. Some of my essence drifts in your body. This means some of my magic rests upon your skin like a perfume. And I just thought it's interesting to think is death, like, death as a perfume. I wonder what it smells like. That's literally... It puzzled her to imagine oh, yeah, that was a perfume like? that clung to, and rather rather than striking the sour note of decay, could be as pleasant as the scent of a rose. What do you think it would smell like? What, what would death smell like? Like, I wonder if it's different for everybody, depending on your relationship with death. I don't know. Um, to me, I think it'd be like when you walk into a forest after it rains and the smell of all the stuff that's like on the floor of the forest of like just like wet leaves and like moss almost so very nature like yeah interesting just be like a woodsy but not like not like pine or sandalwood or anything no like but, like, you know, but like specifically that, that, the that wet that earthy i think it's called petrichor i believe you um it's actually a smell of bacteria that's like growing in puddles and stuff after it rains um i could be 100 percent wrong on that but i think it's called petrichor um and that's, I think, what it would smell like to me. Petrichor designs. So, forget it. <laughs> I want to look it up. Um, I'll go on to my next quote, which... Um, I lied. I don't have any other quotes. Okay, I have one on 100. Um, I mean, I guess I technically have 
one. Petrichor is the earthy scent produced when rain falls on dry soil. Oh, did I not spell it right? Oh, I put E instead of I. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so then I have on page 100, and then this is my last quote, actually. <laughs> so when, when Cassiopeia accidentally wakes up Punkame, he's missing parts of his body. So he's missing his eye, his ear, and I want to say a finger. Yes. And a necklace. Yes. And um, so part of, like, the boss battles that are along the way are, like, getting his body parts back. Do you want to talk about how she wakes him up? Because I feel that's important. Yeah, but let me read this one Oh, yeah, okay, go. Um, It just... I lost it. So he's missing his eye, right? And she's like, does it hurt where your eye is missing? And he just goes, the absence disturbs me. (laughs) Sorry. I get it. It's not like it's painful. It's just, like, noticeable. And you're like... Well, I wish I had an eyeball. It's like, the, just nothing. The absence disturbs me. Well, the way he speaks is very... It reminded me... I actually like wrote this emotionless. down. It reminds me of Vision when we first see him in Age of Ultron. Mm, I got that, like, low, slow, calm, cool, collected yeah. tone. Yeah. Like Vision. And he's just like, well, I mean... I'm he's just like, this is how it is. Yeah, this he's is matter of factly. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't sell your soul and you'll be fine. Yeah, the absence disturbed me. Oh, <laughs> 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 okay. That's it. That's all my quotes. My last thing uh, I have, I ca- it's kind of a quote on page 324. This is at the very, very end when Cassiopeia is getting rewards for her good deeds. Oh, yeah. And um, Hun Kamei says, let me give you the gift of conversing with the ghosts that roam middle world. And I thought, now she'll be able to talk to her dad. Oh! Yeah. Because she I wanted, didn't think about yeah, that. she wanted to talk to him. What if her dad's not a ghost? What if he didn't decide to stick around? But we don't know. I thought that was gonna be. I was upset that that wasn't closed that, off. I have a lot of questions that we will come. I to have so end. many questions <laughs> at the end of this book. A lot was not talked about. Yes, yes. Um, I didn't think about that. Yeah, the gifts she gets is she has the power to speak all tongues of the earth, since death knows all languages, mm-hmm. and the gift of conversing with the ghosts that roam the middle world. Such necromancy may be of value. Wild. 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 Okay. Okay. Should we start from the top? Let's start from the top. The tippy tippy top. The tippity tippity tippity. Okay. Um, after my quotes and my definition of a cenote, my first note is on 21. My first note is on 14. Okay. You go first. Actually, it's more like a question, but not like a question I actually care to know the answer. Yeah. What was grandfather like before Cassiopeia? I would say he was just as terrible. You think so? Well, he imprisoned the god of death to get rich. 50 years ago. Okay, we're going to try and recap what we just missed because we just talked for seven minutes without realizing that we weren't recording. So, um... So Cassiopeia finds a chest in her grandfather's room. Bedroom. Opens it up. Is somehow not freaked out that there are bones in it. And was like, yep. this is cool. Yep. She and reaches in and gets a bone shard in her, in her thumb. Finger. Which, that awakes Hun Kamei. I've never seen the mummy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so now Cassie... He like reanimates from a, from a skeleton into a person. Kind of like the mummy. And I hope you see the mummy, but Jackie hasn't. So Sorry. that's where that comes from. I mean, so kind of like Voldemort. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like I know that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, Hun Kamei is getting more and more mortal and kind of feeding off Cassiopeia. While Cassiopeia is dying, it's a terrible relationship. Yes, okay. And then um, we have, uh, we talked about uh, the bits about dis- dis- satisfaction boiling in her belly reminded me of a poem I wrote. 
um, where I used the line, the belly bottle burning. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought it was interesting that Grandfather asked Cassiopeia, why couldn't you be a boy? Oh, yeah. we talked about, because we think it's like... He likes her. He actually likes her, but he knows how gender norms are, and he can't admit that he likes her. And... And she can never be what he wants her to be because she's a woman. Right. Yeah, creepy. Martine sucks, but we know that he's not actually going to be the worst dude ever. Yep. Um, she's got really terrible Catholic guilt. The Catholic guilt is so <laughs> strong, but that's what the Catholic Church really is strong. That's like their biggest strength is their guilt. Well, they like reel people in with their guilt. Yeah, like, that's they like they're driving factor. The, you don't think you're a sinner? Here are all the things yeah. that you should be guilty exactly. about. Exactly. You need us. <sighs> Sorry for Catholic. That's just how it is. I was Catholic. Same. And here we are. <laughs> so there you are. Um, I had a question. I can just skip over that one thing I said. It's fine. I did have a question throughout this book. I had a lot of issues with why didn't this person just do this? And I'm sure I'm wrong in thinking that they could have done this, but I feel like it wasn't explained enough and I still have those questions. For example, when Cassiopeia is being bait for the mom during Carnival, Hunkame is like, stay near him, make sure you tie his robes and just stay near him, right? Okay. Um, if the mom, the mom immediately recognizes that it's magic and he knows what has just happened. So wouldn't he also know how to break it? Just like run really far away from Cassiopeia, like really quickly. Wouldn't that break the spell? What, that he's being bound? Yeah, because Hun Kame is like, make sure you stay near him or else it's not going to work. So if they're separated... I think she's still holding onto the rope. Okay, so you have like an almighty being against a 14-year-old girl. But the thing is that when she's... She's not 14. How old is she supposed to be? She's 18. Still young. She has yeah. like a 14-year-old, but okay. She does. Um, but, okay, no, she... Um, just, like, was... run away. But the thing is that when she ties him up like that, he can't use all of his magical force. Okay, but... That's, like, the symbolism of being tied up. Couldn't... Just, just like, pull it. I, I just... Try harder. <laughs> just try harder. It's just, like, a simple run away. Done. Right, and then he's like, I'll play music on your corpse. Yeah. Bitch. It's no. a no. Okay. Um, um, okay, then you said the jaguars. Yeah, let me... My next one says, why are the ghosts so scary and they eat hair? That's gross. <laughs> so ghosts apparently are not what we think they are. They're they like, have no faces until no they faces. get hungry. And then they're then, like, and they I want to hair. eat hair. Well, I think they, eat, they eat people. They do, but they... But the, it was the hair that was, was offered. Oh, and that gross. is when... That's when Cassiopeia cuts her hair, which is like step one of her transformation. Yeah. She or step two. I think it's step two. Yeah, because she gets new clothes. Yeah. That is short. Yeah. Um, and then, what else do you have? Um, what page 159, I was like... Oh, let's get, oh sorry. Let's get, it's... No, it's just, I wrote, Mar Martine is a little twat, and uh, this girl's Catholic guilt is so strong. So. Amazing. Oh, and then on 155, I said, I feel silly because I'm pissed at Ixtabay because I want Cassiopeia to be the queen of Shubalba. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought so I thought which that's leads how us into my next yeah. question will Hunkame give up his throne to stay human to be with her or will Cassioba somehow find a way to be with him that's funny because my next line literally says I keep trying and failing to figure out how this ends and let me tell you they do not end up together no they don't which I'm is sad I, I'm actually really glad I'm, I am also glad because like, it would have been like okay yeah oh you got you got oh, it together, together. <laughs> um and then 
Yeah. Oh my god, I have. The, okay, my next note is not until over 100 pages later. So oh my god, wait, what's your next? 284. Oh, I have a couple things before. Hey, go. I had. Um. Okay, it. let me see if I can like cut down on any of these things. I have. At least two of these are about them being in love. Yep. Great. Um. Oh. 238, I said, I wondered if this might be a possible solution. Will Hunkame abdicate his throne to be with Cassiopeia? Unsure if that's even likely, but it would avoid avoid a fight with Vuku Kame. Yes, it would. So I did, I did call that he was going to, like, try, try to stay mortal. Um, and then Martine is afraid, and he knows that if it comes down to a fight, Cassiopeia is braver, and he just sounds like a spoiled child when he first tries to get her to talk to Vuku Kame. Yes. Um, and then I have 283. Okay. So you go ahead. Mine's on 284. Okay. I said, she's trying to make the right choice, the selfish choice. Yes, bitch, yes. So the choice is for y'all. So Vuku Kame is like, all right, here's your option. Cassiopeia and Martine can race on the black road, which is like is incredibly similar to um, Tartarus, if you've ever read Percy Jackson, when Annabeth mm-hmm. and Percy are walking that. It tricks you. It's supposed to kill you slowly, blah, blah. Same old trope. Mm-hmm. So Cassiopeia and Martine can race to the Jade Palace on the Black Road, and first one gets there, that victor wins. Or, Vuku Kame said that um, they can both kill themselves, but like it's actually like a good option. Because <laughs> <laughs> it would mean they both can come back and be together forever. If they kill themselves and pledge themselves and to pledge the themselves, Because, you know, sacrifice is a big thing. Yeah. Okay. So, they're talking about this, and... Hun Kame is like, let's take it. Like, let's kill ourselves. I want to be with you. And Cassiopeia is like... Let's kill ourselves. Let's kill... <laughs> you know, romantic. And Cassiopeia is like, that's not the right thing to do. Which, like, good for her. It wasn't. Um, and then so he is asking her, like, what's my name? Like, give me a new name and I can be a new person. And all I thought was, please say it's Chad. <laughs> like, I am the god of death, Chad. Chad. Which, it really was Francisco, which, like, ugh, fine. Chad. Um, okay, so then... I have 297. 294. Okay, go ahead. So, Cassiopeia is now walking the black road with Martine. Mm-hmm. Well, not with. They're racing against each other. <laughs> um, and... just says, oof, okay, here we go. Let's go, Cassiopeia. Uh-huh, let's go. <laughs> A more accurate representation of what we were feeling. <laughs> At this point, he's gotten all of his items back except his eye, mm-hmm. which I thought... Maybe, like, Cassiopeia was going to sacrifice her eye and give it to him so he could see the world through her eyes. See? Boom. Oh, Look at that symbolism. Oh! oh I was I wrong. That. I was you so were, wrong. She was wrong. But I think mine's better. Uh, I think I was, that's pretty good. Right. I did not expect what happened. <gasps> I, that's my next. So you go ahead. Okay. Well, I have one that says, what up with the snake business? And I don't really remember what that refers to. So the to. snakes helped her get past the huge bat. Yeah, because the snakes were like, oh, you serve Hun Kame. And he's like the real And dude. we love Hun Kame. We love yeah. Hun Kame. Here, we'll be your allies and strike the giant bat. I think the symbolism for that is that she was, um, sh- she was compared to Eve with the snake in the apple in the beginning. <gasps> and now the snake's, yeah, see. <gasps> Oh my god, no. I just never made that connection. Nope, not at all. Okay, and then I have when she makes the choice. I put in all caps, sorry, what the fuck, holy fucking shit, goddammit. I put in all caps, whoa, okay. <laughs> so she literally goes, I pledge myself to the Supreme Lord, blah, 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 and then slits her throat and kills herself. But she And that's says, what she does. No, she says, I, pr- I sir, um, what did she say? Oh, yeah. I pledge myself to the Supreme Lord of Shivalva. She pauses, and then she goes, 
I pledge myself to the Supreme Lord of Shibaba. Hunkame, not Bones, the real Lord of Death. <laughs> yes. And then kills herself. And then she kills herself. But that means she gets the world tree before Martine because yes. she pledged herself and then she gets to sit in the shade she of the world tree. She gets the shit. It was the smartest thing to do. I don't know why she didn't do it sooner. Well, it had to be just like, what the shit? Like, they're watching above that them. Was the, that was the best part of this book. Oh my god. That, that was the best part of this and book. And Bakukamaya was like, who is she? And she, she like, like, straight up killed herself. Yeah, she's Absolutely. just like, bye, bitch. And then, oh. So then she's brought back. Right. Um, and Hunkame is crowned the king of the underworld again. Which is like becomes, way too easy, but Kuba's just like, okay. Oh, should we explain that when we he should. becomes when yeah, he becomes go. a a god again, he loses all of his emotion and like his heart disintegrates and like he he won't love her anymore. Right, because being and tied she, to her made him mortal, but now they will no longer be tied and he will go back to being Lord And of she death made of the choice to walk the black road knowing that Hunkame would not love her after they won. Yes, which So they that's why it was the selfish selfless choice. Oh yeah. Um and yeah. then um she's like, he's gonna forget me, please don't forget me. And then he didn't forget her. There had never been flowers before in Shibaba, and now there are flowers. Now there are flowers. And dude, flowers are so met like so metal. Did you know? Oh, that's the name of this episode. <laughs> flowers are so metal. They are though, okay, because in this one, it's like the flowers are like there were never flowers in Shibaba before. There's lots of, like, exotic fish and animals yeah. and coral and stuff. But, like, there were never flowers. And then when Hunkame is crowned king again, he, like, his heart disintegrates. But she kind of shrinks into this, like, spark in his eye. And then is, like, he, 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 his essence becomes Shibaba again. Yeah. And then there's flowers everywhere. Flowers sprout up Which everywhere. Which proves that she, Which, she and loves it, her. And he, like, the book says something along the lines of, like, their meaning was clear. They said, my love. Yes. And, um, <laughs> I know. And, but, like, it's that's gross. super metal. But also, <laughs> in, in, in Greek mythology, flowers were pure white until, uh-huh. um, I believe it was, like, Aphrodite got jealous of some woman again. And, <laughs> like, slit this woman's throat or something, and her blood soaked all of the roses. And that's why roses are red. Yeah. Which is also super metal, and I just, I love it. Flowers are so metal. They're so metal. I really don't have, like, any other page thing. I don't either, I but have I have a lot of questions. questions. <laughs> um, do you want to trade off? Yeah, you can go first. Um, who was her dad? Does that have any bearing? Nope. Yeah. And we just know he's a poor man that the family didn't agree with, so it just set up a character. Okay, fine. Um. I kept thinking her dad was going to be some, like, important dude to the right? underworld, to Shibala, but... Okay. Um, is there symbolism for each missing body part? And if so, what is it? Oh, fuck. That's so much deeper than my question. Well, symbolism is just, they talk about it every other page, about how symbolism is so important and how you can't say things out loud because they mean things. And So he gets his ear back first. Yeah. And that's like... But does anything change? Ear, eye, necklace, and finger. Yeah, but I think the order is ear, ear finger, finger, necklace, necklace eye. eye. I think the eye is last because it means he gets his, like... His true sight back. Yeah. Um, the finger. I don't know. Okay. I didn't. I didn't like. Couldn't think of anything in particular. So I was curious if you picked up something that I didn't. No, I don't. I don't think so. Um, why did her grandfather serve the Kukame? I think we talked about this. Um, because he was offered billions and billions and billions, and he was like, "Fuck yeah." Fair. Um. Me next. Okay. Would you have left with Kukame? 
Or would you have walked the black road? Be honest. Because my ass would have left. If I found love like that, and they were like, you can go to love, or you can walk this torturous path, I'd be like, fuck your path. Knowing full well I'd be killing a lot of people. I'm selfish. I don't think I would. I think I would walk the black road. Wow. Good for you. Not not I. I don't know. I think, I think in that moment I would ask myself what I would regret more. And, like, you can always find another person to love. I, I'm not really of the opinion that you'll only ever love one person. I think there's different kinds of love, but I think that you can love more than once. Um, and so knowing that, like, I still have that opportunity and I can save all these people. Good for you. You're a hero. I don't know. That's Adam. They're correct? Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, what if it was Adam? Well, that's, I'm assuming what if she's was saying. Adam. Yeah. That, I mean, if I could have a perfect ending with Adam or, oh, and know that, like, that millions of people are yeah. going to die or save millions of people and bet that I might not find a love like Adam again. Couldn't, I couldn't live with killing millions of people. I couldn't do that. Well, Jackie's the monster. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we've learned today. No, no. No, no. no all good. Um, all right, go ahead. I want to know what happened to her mom. She never wrote a single fucking she letter. She was not, like, she never contacted her mom after she left. She never, like, she sent a postcard. But, like, did she ever see her mom again? Does she send money back to her mom? I don't know. Because in, in the end, she's just, like, traveling the world with Lorraine, the mm-hmm. demon that we talked about earlier. Yeah. Which I love that they ended up because that's still her like connection with yeah. Jabalba. Yeah. So I don't I don't have like any other questions. I just have like overall thoughts. Mm. I have two more questions. Does she ever see Hun Kame again? And does she have a life after this with swimming in the ocean and all that other crap she wanted to do? I okay. To answer your first question, I think that she does see Hun Kame again, but I think at this point, it's like, did you ever watch La La Land? Yes. Okay, you know when both of the main characters, years, years later, see each yeah. other and just, like, acknowledge and move on? I think that's what it's like. It's not, like, a big... It's not, like, a love thing. No, it's just, like... Oh. So it's not, like, when she dies one day, she doesn't pledge herself to him and, like... I don't think so. So that she can join him? I don't think so. That's fair. Um, and then your second question, I think she does go off and live the dream of driving the car and dancing really fast and swimming... But I think she also has a lot. She, she'll go back to her mother eventually. She's going to feel guilty. Yeah. I think that's fair. All right. You want to give your overarching thoughts? Yep. I liked in the end that she still had a relationship with Shibaba through Lorraine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad she... I'm, I'm glad, glad they didn't end up together. Yes. Very glad. And I like the realistic ending with her cousin Martine. Yeah. So they both decided that they don't have to see each other and they don't have to like each other and they're just going to leave each other alone. Yeah. Realistic. I like that. I wish she would have gotten her jade bracelet back. Me too. Me too. Overall, I did so I I liked this book and then I didn't like this book and then I really didn't like this book and then I loved this book. Yeah. So overall, it was good. It started slow for me, and I liked her writing. I like I, I thought it was really beautiful and descriptive. Um, and then once I ha- I was about two thirds of the way through and I just zipped through the last yeah. of it. Yeah. It it went it picked up speed really quickly. Yeah, it did. And that was Gods of Jade and Shadow. By Silvio Moreno Garcia. Go read it. Go read it. That actually was pretty good. Yeah. I liked it. We're going to record with some friends now. Yeah. Wee! <laughs> All right. Um, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Not, not LinkedIn. LinkedIn. And um, be like bees. Patreon. Like bees and 
support us on Patreon, and um, and we'll, we'll see be, you next time. Yeah, we'll be back with some poetry next week. So, yeah. No, you're fine. No, I'm moving to. She's getting up. She's leaving.